This is The Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 3, Not as Lion as He Thought. All right, welcome. This is Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. And I'm Doug Keister. So what are we up to today, Carl? With Father's Day weekend upon us, in the spirit of the day, we'll talk about family. Brothers, fathers, sisters, allies, and so on. We'll discuss the Crane and Lion clans and talk about how the stories we're reading may relate to the card game, with special attention to the organized play possibilities. All right. Yeah, we, we really... We've been excited about this episode for a while now because we oh, yeah. <laughs> have talked about. Well, for one thing, we're recording in the Haunted Game Cafe. Yep, so we're tough. here on a Friday night. There is a crowd gathered. Where they're not watching us. We're behind this big uh, rig of soundproofing, so if, you'll, if, you'll hear a little bit of. A, if anything, we're the watching them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything, if anything, exactly. So the topic for tonight was spurred by a Facebook Live comment by Brad Andrews and Katrina Ostrander, the, that first Facebook Live mm-hmm. interaction they had, mm-hmm. where they talked about the story, the fiction, the lore, being a part of the card game, but not necessarily directly impacting the card game. Yeah. And that was an interesting thing, because in the past, as I understand it, you win a storyline tournament, you decide something that happens in the storyline, that affects the RPG, that affects the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of the card game. So... Be, just on that comment alone from that Facebook Live two, three, four weeks ago, whenever that was, we're going to have a very different situation. And I wanted to explore what they might be doing. Okay. Hmm. So here are some things. So first off, but before we get to that, I want to talk about, because this will <laughs> frame a little bit of what we're talking about, is the Crane and Lion Clans. We know a bit. We, those, those have been previewed. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. We have some fiction around those. Two stories at this point. Right. They're connected. Uh, Hotsa- Hotaru, yes. Doji Hotaru. Do, yeah, Doji Hotaru is a common character appears in both stories. In both. So we know one is political, the crane. We know one is heavy military and one is heavy political. What should we know? What are the things that we should know what, that a game player should know who doesn't necessarily follow L5R from the, old, the olden days? What they, should they know about these two clans? Like narrative speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, narratively speaking. So well, L5R is based on the Five Rings, right? Which yeah. is... The, the, yeah, originally there was a, <clears throat> there's a book, uh, The Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. Okay, That was sort right. of the basis of the, the idea of the, the Five Rings and Legend of the Five Rings. So that's an actual real book. You can go and you know, check it out of your library. Or and were they the, the Five Rings as we know them? Earth, Fire, Void... Uh, if I remember correctly, yes, they were. Air, they're, pretty much, they're pretty much, you know, element for element. That's what they were. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Wow, awesome. That sometimes, you know, well, gamers that, take uh, their game designers take their liberties and change one or two or whatever. But the the it's cool well, to know. if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've looked at the book. The the the, the ring names are the same, but they the the meanings are. They took some liberties there. Ah, okay. I, okay. I think that's gotcha. a, a common thing with Rokugan, is taking the essential idea of, of Japanese and other Asian, well, Asian ideas and yeah, playing they took, with them a little. They yeah. took sort of Japanese culture, mythology, you know, everything that is, you know, Japan, and took it, you know, took Chinese culture, Chinese mythology, you know, everything that's Chinese culture, you know, and a little bit of Indian culture and some other things, too, and they just, you know, jammed it all together and made sort of a, an amalgamation. A smash-up. Yeah. Mm. Smash-up. Yay. <laughs> but Another call-out to a good game. <laughs> but it's mostly <laughs> Japanese. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. I think we've had this, we've mentioned this before, that in some ways, Rokugan is Japanese in the same way that Tolkien is English. 
Yeah. Lord oh, is that right? English. Yeah, okay, it's, okay. It's certainly influenced, but there are some serious differences. Yeah, yeah. So, well, and there's also some Norse mythology, little bits and pieces that get into Tolkien also. Oh, yeah, without any doubt. And the same same way with Rokugan, there's Greek influence in the way they deal with deities. Yep. Yeah. And so you mentioned, we mentioned when we were talking about Crane before, that Crane are the artists of Rokugan. Yeah. They seek beauty. They seek beauty in everything they do. They... Do they even define beauty? Are they, do they define art? You know, are they are they the are they the beholders, as it were, for Rokugan? Hmm. I think in some ways they might be viewed as the epitome of a beauty of art, and they're definitely the fashion and the trendsetters. That's definitely their thing. Some of their politics seems to overlap into the way they are the influence on what the artistic um, ideal is seen to be. Yeah, Doug, you'd mentioned before that they take dueling to a high art, right? Well, so. Yeah. They do. And do they take everything they do to a high art? Is that their kind of goal, well, uh, their perspective on life, as it were? So it goes it goes back to sort of the, like everything, I'm going to relate this back to the founding of the empire. Okay. <laughs> I, that seems to be something that I seem to be going back to a lot uh, so far. So... You say found, the founding of the empire seems to be the asking your granddad about the story, and he says, "Well, during the war, uh, everything yeah, so everything starts there." You know. So you have the nine kami that fall to earth, right? Right. One's Fu Lang, one becomes the emperor Hantai, the other seven found the great clans. So they're all you know brothers and sisters, all you know siblings. They when they fall to earth, they become no longer divine. They are coming. They're sort of superhuman at that point. They're kind of in between, but yep. they are mortal. Yep. And so they go, they explore Rokugan, they they decide that, you know, people, the, they find people who are, you know, exist there who, as part of the lore, the the people of the world, besides the kami, uh, were formed from a combination of the tears of the sun and the blood of the moon, where they fell together, people were made. So <clears throat> the people exist outside of the kami, and the, the, the kami find them and, and decide that they are like children and they need help. So they form clans. They draw people together. They they give civilization. So that's. Do we have do? Then this just occurred to me. Do we have any idea of the size of Rokugan? The landmass is are, is that is it basically they, Asia or is it larger than that? I mean, what are we talking about? Do we know? I don't think it's ever officially documented how large Rokugan is. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's large. <coughs> the The impression I get is the the clan clan lands are in the same sort of realm as the provinces in China, in ancient China. Yeah, something w- in that kind of realm. When I when I try to picture Rokugan in my mind, and you know, and they have printed maps. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can look at, but the the maps don't really give a scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try. I, I try to. That's probably smart. I, yeah. <laughs> I think of, okay, what's the landmass of China? Okay. And then, you know, right. so look at it from that perspective. It's probably pretty big because, I mean, it's spread out. There, the, the areas between, between cities and towns that are listed on some of the maps, there's a lot of room between them. So when they fell the, to earth, the blood of the yeah, yeah, yeah. moon and the tears <laughs> of the sun make the people. All right. So they go out and they decide and they start forming clans and trying to give civilization and that sort of thing. So the founder of the Crane clan, her, the Kami's Lady Doji, she is the most graceful and artistic of the, of the Kami. Okay. Uh, she is credited with defining the written language of Rokugan, all of the courtly procedures of Rokugan, all of the societal niceties of Rokugan. 
basically anything that has to do with you know high society is her is her brainchild. Okay, it, it sounds, right. sounds like the def, um, she's defining civilization in the civilized sense. Almost. Yes, yeah. yes. What is civilized? Mm-hmm. What is artistic? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And gotcha. Every clan has uh, a number of families that are a part of the clan. Okay. In the case of the Crane, you've got the Doji clan, Doji family, which is the the leaders of the clan. The clan champion comes from the Doji, and they all trace their line, bloodline, directly back to Lady Doji. Okay. Then there are three other families. There's the Asahina, the Kakita, and the um, the Daidoji. Thank you. Yep. Ah, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know the first two. You're right. What's the third one? All right. So the the Asahina are sort of the uh, they're the more magically minded the family of the Doji clan. They have storytellers. We know that there's one in the, in but the game. they're known for being artisans. Okay. Uh, of all artisans right. of okay. all sorts. So they're the ones who make the pottery fabrics, you know, woodworking, just about anything. They're the, they're the ones who create those things. Okay. And in some cases, they, they do imbue some of them with magic. Uh, then you've got the Kakita family, which the founding of the, the Crane clan was Lady Doji married a man named Kakita. The Emperor Hantai at the time wanted them to get married. He, she, he tried to push his sister to marry this guy because, you know, he thought they were a good couple. But she refused to marry him at first until he completed three impossible tasks. He completed them, and then so she said, okay, I'll marry you. And then they, that's the, the sort of the, in a nutshell, the formation of the Crane Clan. Oh, okay. So right. <clears throat> each one of the, the smaller families of the, the Crane uh, were, are descended from one of Lady Doji, Doji's children. So they're all sort of you know, interrelated, yep. you know, at least yep. distantly. Uh, the Kikita, Kikita himself was known as being the greatest swordsman in Rokugan, as far as, as far as you know, one-on-one dueling goes. And there's a difference between dueling and just sword fighting. So there's Kenjutsu, which is just plain old, you know, can I use a sword? And then there's Aijutsu, which is dueling. He was a master of Aijutsu, and he was the, the you know the greatest the greatest one-on-one swordsman in, in the land. His family. Is the sort of the uh, the, the martial fam- fa- uh, family of the the Crane Clan, so the the Kikita. Basically, they have a Kikita dueling school, and they're known for being the some of the most deadly swordsmen they, okay. that the the nation has ever seen. All right, but they, they they like like you mentioned before, and like I've mentioned on previous episodes, that they they try to raise that to an art form mm-hmm. because you know they're all descended from Lady Doji. That that's. You know, it's inherent it in was, their genes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's they, they they try to approach everything with grace level. and art. Right, and they're, it's, they're all artists. Whatever whatever they express, yeah. they're all artists. Whatever, yep. they're, whatever okay. their medium. Now, uh, now there, there are other other clans within the empire think that they can be kind of effete about it. the The original designers of the world really tried to put a lot of. You know, make them feel, make the world feel real. And I think it they mm-hmm. really, they really, they really succeeded. Well, saying those, those, those conflicts of personalities, the viewpoints of everyone else. If you get into a really good role play game, the best thing you can do is tell you how everybody views everybody else. Right. You know, this clan, this, you know, so you have the idea of there's the crane clan. Here's what the crane thinks of themselves. Then there's what the lion thinks of the crane. Then there's what the crab thinks of the crane. And right. those are the things that make, bring the world really to life. Yeah, and, and it's it's obviously been successful. I mean, look at the freaking oh, yeah. following that, that this game has. <laughs> four, adi- four editions of the RPG. Here. The RPG has always, since the first edition... 
for 20 years it's been in print. The card game, you know, there's 20 year history of the card game also. Yeah, and people keep buying it. People keep playing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So yeah, it's it's good. So the the crane basically found the 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 nicer parts of <clears throat> of Rokugani society. That's they're they're, they're the sort of the foundation of it. Okay. Everything grows out of them. All right. Uh, so, so then, they, how, so they become the left hand of the emperor. They're the ones who are the political might of Rokugan. Right, and so the military might of Rokugan. Well, there, there's mm. a, there's there's one more thing I want to say. Okay, uh, the lands of the crane are on the eastern part of Rokugan, uh, on the coast. Otosan Uchi, the imperial capital. Okay. Is Imp- within the crane lands. Ah. They literally hold the capital, as it were. Yes. Yeah. So the, the crane, la- the, the the I did not know that the Otosanuchi is considered to be the emperors. It's not it's not crane or anything like that. It's the emperors. Right, 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 right. But the crane lands directly surround mm-hmm. the, the capital city, mm-hmm. and also uh, the empress going back to like I think the second or third Hantai comes from the crane clan. Oh wow! Yeah, so the, the Hantai when the Hantai ascends to the throne, he marries a crane woman. Because who else is around, right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> The, yeah. So the, the crane surround the you know right. the crane so, hold in yeah okay all right so that's that that's how that's how closely that's how you know how political the crane are okay all right gotcha so they they get known as the the left hand of the emperor because they are just the political powerhouse well in in the current in the current storyline for those of you who haven't read the two uh, stories that they put out the crane are starting to lose their position to the scorpion who are also probably the second most political clan. But the scorpion are known as the underhand of the emperor because they're the they're sort of the dark side of the coin that is the that is politics in Rokugan. The 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 crane represents sort of the the light side of politics, and the the scorpions represent the dark side of politics. All right, we'll stay away from any references to modern political discourse. (laughs) So so yeah, so 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 the we don't have a long enough podcast. (laughs) Hopefully, that gives you a feel for what the the crane the crane clan are. And so so. This is where the. What was the city that was in the Lion Fiction? Toshi Ranbo? Is that what we're talking about? The uh, location? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, all right. So. <laughs> so then there's. So then you have. That's the Crane Clan. They're political. They're sh- political might, but they're falling to right. Scorpion. Right. But so then you have the, the situation lion. now. Then the Lion, they are the right hand of the Emperor. They're the military might. Okay. So they're the Emperor's sword arm. And if you, if you, that's sort of where the right hand, left hand thing comes from, if I remember correctly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because right hand, left hand, underhand. We're got uh, it. <laughs> it. You know, in 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 Japan, sword fighting is done with your right hand. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pretty worldwide thing that um, right hand is the historically the accepted thing you do. Oh, yeah. Since, since, since I mean, th- there are some there are some instances of left handers, but you know, in the at least in Japan, if I remember correctly from the history that I read long long ago, uh, they would go out of their way to. Teach lefties to swing right. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, coming from the coming from the husband of a wife who is left-handed. This the stereotype persists to this day in teaching in any. Oh form. yeah, there, there's a, <laughs> the 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 whole left-hand sinister. You know, well the medieval part yeah. exactly. Yeah, sinister versus Dexter. Yeah. Speaking so, as another husband of a left-handed woman, mm-hmm. I can they can speak to the sinister part. Yeah. Well, my brother, <laughs> my brother was that's left-handed. That's on record. <laughs> that's on record. My, my brother's left-handed, so yeah. Uh, um, so the 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 lion are, represent the the emperor's sword. They are the military might of Rokugan. They are founded by the Kami Akoto, who is known as Akoto One Eye, because at, uh, they're in the in the war with Fu Lang, the first war with Fu Lang, he loses his eye, one of his eyes. 
And so just to refresh my memory, just to remind listeners as well, this is all based that we are assuming this is all holding for this particular thing, or at least this was the particular fiction uh, under the AEG Based, banner, based right? on what I, I am making some assumptions here, uh, but based on what I've read in the two stories so far, I think the stuff that I'm saying is probably going to mostly hold true. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to have retroactively changed anything up until that point. Because okay. they right. do, in the second story, they do mention that uh, when Totary... Tur- uh, well, I don't know. I want to give a spoiler. Someone dies, and th- it's mentioned <laughs> that uh, the 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 that when they turn the corpse over, there's an arrow in the eye, and the, someone remarks, "Hey, the you know this now he's like a Kodo. He only has one eye in death." Ah. So so I think some yeah, of this stuff I, is going to hold that, that went right over me. I didn't understand. Yeah. That. If you gotcha. if <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying this because there's a lot of stuff that those stories do assume you know or are just are just allude to. That probably will be, you know, uh, solidified, cemented in later. Mm-hmm. Whenever they release, you know, some sort of like, you know, Book of the Clans or whatever. Uh, or say, I don't know, an RPG source book? Yeah, an RPG source book you know, or more, maybe z- more fiction Con? for the... 2017? <laughs> no, no pressure on FFG, I'm you just, understand. I'm well, just thinking. Maybe not, maybe not 2017, maybe 2018. Maybe, all right, all right. <laughs> we'll see. But they did say that they didn't buy L5R just to make a card game. True, so true. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Akodo, he is the greatest warrior of the kami. And he's the greatest warrior that the world has ever seen. Lady Doji founded her clan by getting married and having kids. Akodo founds his clan by going out and finding people who he thinks are worthy to join him and to stand by his side. So the, uh, the, clan, the, the families of the Lion Clan, there's the Akodo, which is the, the ruling family, the Akoma, which are the historians, the Kitsu, which are the... Uh, the, the the magicians there they and they specialize in spirit magic which is kind of interesting stuff yeah, yeah. and then there's the matsu mm-hmm. the matsu are interesting because lions have a matriarchal society right the matsu clan is matriarchal mm-hmm. so oh that, that's okay. how they that's, All right. so that's so that's sort of thematic basically okoto went around around the country looking for the greatest warriors that he could find he finds this guy akoma who is this grizzled old scarred up ancient warrior he finds him in a bar in a sake bar drinking and for every one of Akoma's scars he tells Akoto a different story here's how I got this scar here's how I got that scar and basically his whole Akoma's whole shtick was here's all these scars that I have here's how I earned them and this is why you cannot beat me he demonstrated his might in battle by telling stories and Akoto listened to his stories and said, "You know what? I probably can't beat you. Join me." Oh, okay. I, I was I was ready for him to challenge. No, it, that's okay. A, that's good. Kodo took him at his word. All right. Because this guy was old and grizzled, and, <laughs> and, and heavily scarred, which means that he had seen a lot of battle time. Mm-hmm. Akodo, being the greatest warrior basically ever, understood what that meant. <laughs> if he survived all these wars and all these things, and has the scars to prove it. I probably don't have much of a chance. I want him on my side. All right. There's a great, the great line about the um, the old, uh, the young soldier never becomes an old soldier if he's dumb or unlucky. Right, or right, 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 right. Right. So the Akoma joins with Akoto and becomes, and that's sort of the the founding of the Akoma family, and they become the historians of of Rokugan. Okay. And and, and they have the, in the current timeline, or at least the lore as we know it, 
the lion have the largest standing army of Rokugan. Yes, they correct? always do. Yeah. They always they always do. Okay, they always do. They're the best military technicians. They're they're the tacticians? best tacticians. Yeah. Okay. So the the Okoto, they have actually have a tactical school where they teach strategy and tactics of of, of warfare. Okay. One mm-hmm. uh, Okoto is credited with creating Bushido, the tenets of Bushido. He he sets them down. Everything that it, everything that it means to be a Bushi, to be a warrior, the whole warrior side of Rokugani culture is thanks to Okoto. Ah, so that would explain, the, and that, that would tie into the card game in that there are a lot of, we, and we saw the lion, a lot of the lion cards got spoiled over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And there were Bushi everywhere. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, and uh, quote, uh, quotes from Bushido uh, as well, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, yeah Bushido. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, so... So, so that makes sense. Okay. All right. So I, I'm starting to see how the lore and these sto- and these the setting is tying in with the cards we see. These yeah. to me, new person coming to the to the lore. Yeah. The the lore is very I, those deep. are keywords to me that don't make sense. But right. now as I'm as as they're gaining context, I'm appreciating it more. Right. You don't to to everybody out there, please take me at this. Don't just play the card game. Read the lore, read the stories. It will help you get a greater understanding of the theme of the game. It'll give you greater appreciation for the game because there are lots of story elements. They, they tie in very closely. And I, I, you know, the more I read of the of the world and and looking at the cards that have been spoiled, you know, it it seem, it feels like a cohesive whole. Okay. So read the stories. Don't just you know throw the pack inserts away. Read them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that works as a good segue. Well, uh, I have a couple more things I'd like to. Oh, okay. Upon. All right. Go okay. So, Akoto is also is known for uh, a book that he wrote called Leadership, which is sort of the foundation of the of all of the Akoto tactical schooling. It's one of the greatest treatises on warfare ever written in Rokugan. Okay. It's um, it's it's on it's on part with you know the the art of war. <clears throat> it's the equivalent of the setting. Yeah. 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 Then the he goes so Akoto goes continues around and finds other people uh, to join his clan. He runs across a woman by the name of Matsu, who is a fierce warrior, and uh, they're sort of a. If I, I don't remember, think they actually get married, but there's sort of a kind of an unrequited love affair between Akoto and Matsu. They 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 definitely appreciate each other as warriors. There's never it's but they they sort of revolve around each other and they they sort okay. of all right and Matsu is sort of the the right hand of Akoto. Okay. She becomes the right hand of Akoto and she founds her own family. It's, it's kind of a f- moonlighting season one love <laughs> tension uh, to reach back into like the 80s lore. Sort of a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, then the the last family, the... I just the, had to get that yeah. I just had to get that in there, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how many people listening are going to have a dumb clue what and you're talking have, about? Once again, we have dated ourselves. Um... Then the the I, the reason why I, want, I didn't want to you know cut it off there is because the the that's kind of cool you know this this female warrior you know Akoto found a kindred spirit in her and so she, you know, yeah, they, they joined yeah, together. Yeah. Then there is the family of the Kitsu. Their story is interesting. These are the this is the spirit caller. This is where the yeah. spirit car, mm-hmm. spirit, they car, are, spirit caller card comes out of. Okay. Yeah, they were initially the Kitsu were. A race of mystical lion-like creatures who Okoto tries to hunt and destroy. He hunts down the, the, the last of the kitsu, you know, tr- thinking that they're a blight on the land. 
And when he and he when he's got the last like the last like ten of them or something like that, I forget the exact number was. Uh, cornered and is about to destroy them, he realizes what they are and how they are sort of kindred spirits to himself. And he spares the last of the Kitsu, and they join him and sort of become human, and become the the last family of the lion. So, so how do they become human? They they themselves transform themselves yeah, into basically. humans. Okay, that's, right. that's my understanding of it. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's and so that's how the the lion clan forms, and so and that's and so the the Kitsu spirit magic comes out of their, you know, non human mystical sort of origins. Their lineage. Yeah. In this case, yeah. So cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So then you mentioned Toshi Ranbo, which right. I the city, yeah, yeah the which city. is a city that the lion and the crane are fighting over. Fighting over. In uh, the in yes. the current fiction, yeah, mm-hmm. and they it's, it, that goes back to the original, the old story too. Oh, okay, all right. So I'm probably going to mispronounce this slightly. the The full name of the city, Toshi Ranbo Wo Shite Regishado. Which translated roughly into English means the violence behind courtliness city, but everybody just calls it Toshi Ranbo. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what to say to that. I have no response to those kinds well, of things. But <laughs> if, if you think about if you think about what the city is, it makes sense that 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 it's its, it's name, because it's right on the border of the Lion and Crane Lands. Yeah, the, that's true. Where the, where it, the two things meet. Yeah, it starts out as a village. The but the Lion decide that they need a defensive position against the Crane on their border, so they take this this village, and fortify it. And it becomes Toshi Ranbo. It then becomes something that the lion and the crane fight over throughout over centuries. They've been this 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 has changed hands. The city's changed hands several times. It's been besieged by both clans over its history. It's it's gotten it, it's gotten to the point where the the people who live in Toshi Ranbo they 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 basically live in a constant state of warfare. You know, they're either a, a crane city being besieged by the lion, or a lion city being besieged by the crane. So this is the this is like the slice of land that is just the the main bone of contention between the two clans. I'm not saying the group of people that probably doesn't see themselves as either crane or a lion most of the time. And yeah, or they either see them as neither, or some see themselves as crane, some see themselves as lion, and there's you know a mix <laughs> of that sort of thing within the city. Now, in the original story, eventually, later on down the line, Toshi Ranbo becomes the new imperial capital. But that's after Oda Sanuchi gets destroyed and some other things. Mm. So that's a, that all bets are off on that happening. Yeah, that's, this, at that fiction. point, that's the yeah. old story that may not come to pass. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so My feeling is, is that, is that there, this starting point, there are a lot of things that map back to the previous stuff. But, yeah. uh, but after that... The, the future is, is not set. Pretty right? much. Mm. Besides, I, I just keep thinking of Terminator 2 lines when I think <laughs> about this stuff. Well, besides like some, like some you know the gender change with Hotaru and some of the, those sorts of things, pretty much they've left the, the story up to this point intact. Okay. Is, the, is my understanding of what they're going to do. Now, right. that, that's, that is subject to change as they bring out more fiction and things like that. It's a good, but, it's a, it's a good basis to iterate on what happened anyway. Just go from a familiar, yeah. a familiar solid point of conflict. Right. right. And this is what I... This is how it's connected to the card game. So... That lore and those things make sense and give some good weight to what I'm seeing in the cards and what we're seeing in the gameplay, seeing with the, the two clans. Yeah. What I've been thinking about for the last month or so since Brad and Katrina were talking about the storyline in the game and the relationship between the two is that you're not going to... A, a, a storyline win is not going to determine... 
is not going to be a storyline effect like it was before. Like you're not going to. Well, like people have been talking about Emerald Champion. I don't know. I don't know that they they might do that. They might not. I don't think they. I'm will. thinking they're going to do other things. Well, I think what um, you remember the plugged in tour for Netrunner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Uh, where there were certain story outcomes of that. You know, they, they, there was a decision of which of these IDs is going to be the one that actually gets printed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it's going to be more, a little bit more akin to that than just carte blanche to, you know, you've got, you've got, you know, a fiat to do something in the story. I don't think they're going to leave it that open because that's what AEG did at first, and it made for some interesting things. But you know, if someone wanted to really, you know, if they, let's say, I'm a dragon player and I really want to screw with the scorpion, well, I'm going to play my heart out. To win a tournament, so I can win a story prize, so I can do something that hurts the scorpion. Right. I don't. I think they'll be given a multiple choice set. Right. I, think I don't that, yeah. think. I don't think they're going to be big things. The choices that they are given. So the. This is how I see it. They will be the, impactful. They will be impactful to the storyline, to the things that happen in the setting, but not necessarily, the structure or cards in the game. Well, I would. I would hope that there is at least a little bit of. Of a card impact, not in huge ways, but like we see with the with the world champion winners of the other LCGs, they get to define a card. Well, yeah, okay, so that's 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 that. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about storyline impact. I'm talking about like if you have they're making a big deal about at the at the inaugural tournament, each player declaring a clan, and then my guess is that those clans will get ranked somehow. They'll rank the performance of those clans. The, yeah, that would make and sense. then something will come of that mm-hmm. and what yeah. i'm thinking is that they and they they did this in conquest and so i'm basing a lot of this on my experience with conquest in that they had best of clan stuff in conquest so they might have a best of clan stuff and so let's say the three of us win best of clan for carl scorpion mm-hmm. doug crab yep and me I have no idea, right? <laughs> Phoenix. So, Phoenix, fine. <laughs> so, so we win the, and then and then we're given a choice, yeah, of something. Well, yeah, I of like who? Maybe it'll be like a choice of well, we've got these some three, game mechanics, these two somewhere. or three cards, and one of these is going to get printed, and you get to choose which one gets printed. Maybe it'll be something like that. Yep. Yeah, that could be that. Historically, I, I, uh, I'm just say, looking, taking the example of Netrunner one there. Historically, I don't think they'll do that again because they, I think, categorically proved it's a bad idea. Because anyone who tied themselves to the other version that doesn't get taken is never going to be happy. True, you, know, you alienate true. part of your. Yeah. That's what so, that's what happened. It, the people may, who wanted to collect it. But maybe it may be something. You know? that, yeah. the, but yeah. that's the maximum thing I think you, we would possibly see is that the, whoever gets the, the that storyline prize gets to determine like you know pick one of these three cards. And, you know, that you just get to see now mm. that, they, that they haven't shown before. And, you know, one of these is going to get printed. Which one do you think should get printed? That could that would be like the maximum storyline price that I see. But I could also I could also see this. And this is this is the one that I'm the most interested with is let's say you have the seven clans and they come out to some standing. They rank right. the seven clans at, the, at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. OK, so Phoenix comes in first, second, third, fourth, fifth. And then so you have so then all of a sudden they have a rule in storyline play, that, oh, sorry, in, so that in organized play for the store championship season happening in November, Phoenix cannot ally with number two. See, I think that so be you break cool. up you break up the ally ring. Yeah, you break up the possibility of allies. So you say so Phoenix and Crane finish one two. So they're in the in the in the strongest competition, and so they can't ally with one another. And the ones at the bottom 
can ally with everybody, but maybe three and four can't ally with one another, or two and three, or so on. Yeah, so there's yeah. so so the weaker clans can ally with the top clans, but the top clans can't ally with each other. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about both the results of the event and on a storyline basis, assuming we're getting some sort of narrative out of what happens at the event, would then influence game balance in that case, or using it as a balancing tool to a degree. Right, but there are yeah. two, two separate prizes there, right? You get yeah. to influence the storyline, but then there's also a mechanical game aspect, because what they said was that the story you yes maybe you get a storyline choice but then there's a the game does not necessarily rep- represent the storyline because yeah. it can take place at any point in the story whether or not it's well it's after more the that fact of that was the that was a clear statement we got is we will get to influence influence the storyline through play but what the storyline itself will not necessarily influence the design of the game there yeah. you go that's yeah. that's better yeah. put than I did yeah mm-hmm. very that's, well because well well I noticed you guys were both were both to a degree talking about similar things that didn't quite overlap in terms of what how they might res- respond to this exactly yeah. so yeah. you so, uh, so you so change as the usual, the Carl is choices. the glue that holds us together. <laughs> and so you change the ally I am choices, sticky. That's yeah. right? It's you say, day. okay, so in, in this case, maybe Crane and Lion or Crane and Phoenix well, are the ones that won two, and all of a sudden yeah. they can't ally with one another. How well, cool would be, that be? Th- yeah, there's got to be some ongoing play effect of winning one of these... Uh, What's the term? Coties? Cote? Coties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's so true. So, I've there, forgotten gotta, about There's got to be some sort of ongoing, whether it's, you know, number one or number two clans can't uh, ally together or whether there's some sort of special deck building constraint or something. There's got to be some sort of ongoing effect that lasts until at least the next Kotai. Yeah. I mean, the nature of that, we can speculate all we like, but it seems perfectly reasonable that the... Yeah. There will be something like that, but as as you were, as I was saying there as well, it's no doubt there'll also be a storyline ramification yes. that won't necessarily tie tightly together. Right. So you have a storyline ramification that doesn't manifest itself specifically mm-hmm. in the card game. Because I think you yeah. were, you were saying before that to a degree, um, as much as AEG tried that, that led to balance issues and led to narrative issues as well. That's, to a, that's to my level. understanding of what happened with with some of the outcomes of of some of those tournaments. Yeah. So maybe that's what that statement's very quietly saying is: we looked at what happened there, we were aware of what the issues with that method were, however much people love them, and we're going to try and avoid those issues as yeah. much as we can. So, like, later on, I guess, in the game, the, there, there was, like, a, an, an idea that they wouldn't... That, you know, there's sort of a gentleman's agreement amongst players that they wouldn't do stuff like shenanigans like that. <laughs> but... I, I, my understanding is that things like that did happen well, in the past of the of the CCG. We're dealing with human beings. Human beings who are passionate about their both their clan and the whatever crazy idea they came up with. You know, right? Okay, so there's another. There's a, and I've waited to. I didn't tell you guys about this, Doug. I think I told you. I in, insinuated it. In some you of mentioned our you had something you wanted yeah. to talk about. Uh-oh. So you have you the storyline, and and they and I think in that Facebook Live series they did a few weeks ago, same one we've been talking about. They talked about intra-clan, like there's not going to be a big bad, right, that they're going to go after. They're, they're focused short-term on inter-clan strife. Mm-hmm. So strife between Lion and Crane, strife between Crane and Scorpion, those are the ones that we've seen so far, we know of, right? Well, yes. They, they're focused on inter-clan strife. So what if instead of, and this happened as a result of my reading The Lion Fiction, where Toturi was unsure of his validity of being champion and i'm mm-hmm. spoiling a little bit sorry okay. about that mm-hmm. so well, he's, it's fo- public, he's, so he's 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 having an internal about, conflict yeah. yes he's having an internal conflict about his 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 effectiveness in being the champion what if there's inner clan strife what if they start introducing champions like that's one way that the game could manifest itself 
the, the storyline could manifest itself in the game is that they introduced a second champion within each of these clans. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that Toturi is not the only one? Like someone, so you're, so you're someone talking about challenges like, him, and then and then in you're talking about civil war. Mm-hmm. Civil uh, is that is that what it is? Is that if there were two champ? If someone says I want to be champion of the Lion Clan, I should be. I should be. I should be ahead of this. Well, should, it, well, essentially, so it's 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 a com- it's a a conflict to be the daimyo in the end. Yeah. to take take charge of the clan. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, so so, that's, it, so that's so civil war in the clan. If, if you think about if you think about each province as sort of its own separate entity, mm-hmm. because if you go back to feudal Japanese society, which is the the main th- ingredient in in the the whole Rokugani fiction. The, each like province in feudal Japan was basically run like a separate country. It was just they all owed their fealty to the emperor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so miles out from the state system here. Yeah. So I think that possibility, and it dropped into my head as I was reading that lion fiction. I think, I think that could happen. Like you, you have a second champion come in for lion. In the first cycle, in the second cycle, in the third cycle, who knows? Well, or maybe they're, they're, maybe it dribbles in across the, the across the clans. And you're thinking I mean, in, how, you're thinking in terms of the whoever wins for a certain clan choosing which champion rises in that clan. No, no, no I'm not. T- I'm not talking about anyone. Well, the the storyline well, being that I'm yeah. talking about design. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about oh, yeah. like they designed they designed something in pack six. Of the first cycle, or pack twelve, or pack like twelve, pack two of the second cycle, <laughs> and they say, "Here's another, here's another champion." Yeah, mm-hmm. they and can I'll, do that. They're and they have planted some seeds of certain the things like that that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about I forget if it was within the Dragon Clan or the Phoenix Clan about how there are uh, so there there's the seeds of heresy building and that there that I think it was, uh, was it, I, Dra- heard, I think it was dragon I think it was, it was dragon. About dragon touching upon upon dark magic as it were yeah. oh was that right magic, where, yeah. where was well, this in the old story uh, was very early, very early in the spoils yeah. oh okay yeah, very okay, early in the spoils, okay. Yeah. but there there's like uh, they they talked about like this heretical philosophy that was building mm-hmm. in one of the, in one of the two clans and I think it was the dragon mm-hmm. okay but that th- so there there are some seeds of and the dragons are actually getting spoiled next they won the twitter Oh, they did. They won the one. Yeah, we'll they won the Twitter that. vote. We'll have the. Yeah. We'll, cool. have the we'll have yeah. a narrative thing for them next. It's 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 yeah, been, yeah, it's next been, week. It's been narrative then week. narrative yep. the mechanical right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Next week. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah totally. That's, that's that's awesome. Uh, so there 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 are some seeds there. In the old story, uh, the the Phoenix Clan they were the keepers of magic in Rokugan. They're the magical scholars. They part of their part of the the Phoenix Clan falls to the Shadowlands. They because they're playing with black magic, which is called Maho. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're they're studying it and trying to understand it and trying so that they can try and battle it. But it, by by in, in studying it, they become corrupted by it and they fall to it. So there's some intra clan strife in the old story in the Phoenix Clan between the ones who fall to Maho and the ones that don't. So there is a is, so there's a precedent to this at least yes. in the RPG. That's well, you know. Well, in the setting as well, I'm assuming they're Maho. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And there were probably cards yeah. that reflect that in the old CCG also. Yeah, I imagine that. Well, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. The, the, a lot of the discussion I've seen online mentioned the mentioned the Maho side in the Phoenix stuff and the Maho cards okay. and things like that. So, okay. Yeah. yeah so there, there's that in a in a clan like say the Scorpion, which are you know very you know political and underhanded. There you know there you know are assassinations and things that can happen. And I imagine you know politics within the the Scorpion Clan are probably pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. So there could so there could be something like that where 
you know, the if the if the Scorpion Clan, you know, if they decide that they want to have something happen within the Scorpion Clan, you know, the Scorpion, you know, Bayushi Shoju gets assassinated. So what like I that. hear you saying, what I hear is that this is a likely possibility. Yes. There's a precedent for Definitely. this. Definitely. There's a likely possibility for each of the clans to have a, a quote-unquote second champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, 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 I mean, in something like... Because the champions are, like, from what I've seen in the previews and from what I've seen of the discussions online, champions are the embodiment. Uh, the, daimyo, the daimyo, is that the word? Daim, da, daimyo? Champion, is the champion daimyo interlinked? Well, okay, they're, they're sort of. So daimyo basically is the, the, the lord. They're the top of whatever heap they're on. Oh, okay. So each family has a daimyo. The clan champion is also daimyo because they're the daimyo of their family, but they're also the daimyo of the clan also. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So they're they're the the pinnacle of the pinnacle. Okay, gotcha. Then each clan daimyo, well, their daimyo is the emperor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so daimyo in some ways similar to how we were discussing sensei a while back is yeah. you know is a. Okay. It's depends a title, who you're, it's an depends who you're refer, it depends who you're referring to, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the champion is really the um, the, the top and the embodiment of, of that clan. Yes, they and are. And to have that split, I think that would be, I see that, to me, that's a rich field to be it mined. It is, it is. That's you're, a rich you're field. You're talking about mined. changing, you're talking about having the c- character of the clan change over time by having a different champion yeah. in some ways there. Right, but we don't know the rules. We don't know if you, like, there might be a rule that says, I, you can only pick like let's say they move forward with this. Sure. this is, I don't want to. I don't want to get into speculation, but this is where we're going anyways, because it's June, <laughs> right? A, 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 a small bit of speculation never hurt anyone. Exactly. There you go. We're 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 six months down the road, and we we don't know what the rules are. But we're six months down the road, and there's a small blurb in the rules that says only one. You can only have one named champion in your deck, and no one knows what the hell that means. Sure. But that would be foreshadowing. That yeah. there's a second champion coming for each of these clans, or some, for some of them. Yeah. Now, if the rule isn't there, that doesn't necessarily say that there isn't a second champion. Mm-hmm. But True. wouldn't they? That would from. from and you have to forgive me. I've been reading uh, the the Gaunt's Ghost stuff over again. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is tying back to my time <laughs> with Conquest and how how Warhammer 40k works in. So uh, it's been triggering all these thoughts. So you have this internal story happening on your own board. You have yeah. two champions sitting there, and they're battling. One maybe is a little bit more political than the other. One's a little bit more militaristic than the other, so on and so forth. And they're both fighting for your clan, fighting against another clan. Yeah. Or in a mirror match, maybe they're dragon on dragon or crane on crane or whatever, right? But that's a, that's a story that you can tell in the cards. Well, And in, that's exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... and you just reminded me of something uh, from the from the old lore, which I, I'll touch on just a tiny bit. In the old lore, there was uh, Doji Hoturi, who was the who, bec- who who the son of Doji Satsume, who becomes the the champion. We now have Hotaru, but her brother hasn't changed, Doji Kwanin. And there there is sort of an in- and I believe Doji Kwanin was the second son, so the mm-hmm. the direct son, you know, child number two of Doji Satsume. And I think there are three or four other. Uh, siblings that Hotaru and Kwanin have, but there is sort of a, a little bit of a strife between those two about how the Crane clan should be led. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like it's. So really, there. I, so I, I see. And that's I already thought present I, in the I first thought story. I was gonna. I thought I was gonna trigger something. And you guys, you guys are gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's such an awesome!" But apparently, no, it is uh, awesome. Uh, I don't want to take away from that. You're right. It is awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I'm but just trying to confirm precedent the awesome. for it. I thought I was. I thought I was being so insightful, and there's precedent for this. So it's not you, quite you, as insightful. You are I'm being not insightful. as smart as I thought I was. You, no, 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 no. You, you are insightful as someone who is coming at this new. Who okay? I've known about some of this stuff for 20 years. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay. So, thank you for that. <laughs> so, as someone who's coming from it new, yes, mm-hmm. that that is insightful. That is a groundbreaking idea, and there is precedent for it. There is groundwork laid for it. So, I'm just confirming what your insight is. Mm-hmm. And Tobin, you are exactly as you smart as, smart as you think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. <laughs> so, I see Tobin's head swelling as we speak. <laughs> One of the things uh, that's happened since we last recorded, and, and um, for those of you who haven't listened to the uh, C2L and, and making the, the infomercial that Doug and I recorded with Jason. That was I, a lot I, of fun to do, yeah, by the way. I think you should do that. I think you should yeah. listen to that. Anyhow, one of the things that has happened is Gen Con has grown. Oh, boy. Grown. Yeah, it went uh, Friday, the Friday tournament went from 100 to 256. The su- the Thursday inaugural went from three hundred and fifty to seven hundred and four. Right, and and something that you missed though is that it's the 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 Friday tournament. It didn't just grow to you know two hundred or whatever. It's one hundred fifty six. They actually it's there's going to be two parallel tournaments. Right, right, uh, yeah, and they made the, and they increased the cut. They yeah. made the cut instead Holy of a cow. top sixteen cut to Saturday. It's a top thirty two cut. So to it's going to be like the top sixteen of each tournament. Yep. is the top thirty two cut. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that wasn't the way to be. No. Now you mentioned it. I had seen that. I hadn't registered. They are running more than one event. I mean, you couldn't just. They're twin. Right. They're tournament. twin you tournaments. Couldn't. They're yeah. twin tournaments. Yeah. It's, oh it's basically word. one tournament, but it's gonna it's gonna appear in the schedule as like two parallel tournaments. Be organized that way. Yeah. Right. Or be, oh. probably be organized that way. Also. Now, one of the other things they did is they canceled the story panel. Yes. The the, the, the setting. The, panel. There were going to be two panels Friday morning. There's now only going to be the one. Right, and the one is on designing. So the so my presumption would be that Brad, Nate, and Eric would yes. be at that panel if if uh, if not more people. Interesting. Right. Okay. I was hoping to go to the story one because that one sounded cool too. Because you know I like the story. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. If it hasn't shown no, no, so no. far, absolutely. who knows? Maybe it's simple logistics in the end rather than any. Yeah, yeah. They I think that's what they said, didn't they? They chalked they, it up they, to manpower. Yeah. They chalked yeah. it up to they, not having they, the available. They have personnel. a bit more to deal with having doubled a couple of their events. Well, so. they, yes. they knew that this was going to be the biggest, the, the, their biggest release and their biggest game, LCG game to date. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they really understood just how involved, how big, how excited the old CCG community is about getting this game out. Mm-hmm. They're printing out the spoiled cards and they're playing with them. Yes. And it's amazing. I, it never even occurred to me to do this. I'm really excited to play the card game. Yes, me too. I'm really <laughs> excited to play with the real cards in front of me. Boo, boo, boo. And, and you know, not well, boo, boo, boo. Well, okay. Sh- like it, f- it, it occurred to snack, me. Snack, snack, snack. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I don't like proxying. I hate using proxies in card games. <laughs> that That is a matter of record. I, that I, is yeah, a matter I, of record. I, I, I have a certain amount of um, inbuilt resistance to that as well. So yeah, Right, right. On the retail side. And all so, that, so I'm really looking forward to playing with these real cards. And oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> It never occurred to me that this would be an option. 
Yeah. The right. people discussing, like, oh, great, we've, we, we think we've got all the Lion cards. We'll playtest play this. this exactly. Hour. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's weekend. So. And so, like, pretty okay, amazing. If you think about that 700-person inaugural event, several of us tried to get tickets to that. Some of us were able to. Some of us weren't. And those tickets sold out in minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it that. was oh, yeah. it was like it, like ten oh you know ten o'clock hit, they opened up the the event registration and those tickets were gone. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's always it's always a charge to do that, but you know, say you say three hundred and fifty three hundred yeah three fifty went poof seconds and then the, yeah. and then the next set went just as fast if yeah. not faster. Yeah. Yeah. The second because round went the, just went because the people also. were even the people that didn't get in the first wave were even more determined <laughs> yes. to get in. For the second wave, but we'll see you there. I mean, we'll be there on Thursday. It we'll will be, be a kick. It oh, will be a blast. I am looking forward to seeing seven hundred people <laughs> sit down to all play the same game. I've never seen anything that big before. This is one of those things where I've spoken to a few people, and I can't make any realistic, solid claims on this. But um, the average, say, Magic Grand Prix is not uh, not regularly in the seven hundreds. The, in terms of, of magic of magic events, the biggest card game at Gen Con, there probably won't be a 700-strong one that year. And certainly for any any other card game you can count, that's enormous. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely colossal. Yeah, yeah and there's, there've, there've, I mean, I'm sure there have been bigger card tournaments. Magic being yeah. one of them. As but an opening event, certainly. This but, is okay. absolutely. There yeah, may yeah, have yeah. been bigger card tournaments, but I'm just saying that I've never seen one that big. Oh, yeah. And exactly. there, are, there are 700 people sitting, at, sitting down, and, and yes, there's going to be a share of folks who paid their paid their 48 bucks so they don't have to stand in line so they go they get their set and they walk off they don't even bother <laughs> coming back there's yeah. going to be a share of those people but i think the lion's share of folks and i'm saying the lion's share meaning 500 plus are going to stick around and they're going to build a deck real they're going to build a deck as 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 feasible as it might be it, to build a deck in 45 minutes to an hour they're going to build that deck and they're going to play as well as they can under the supervision of everybody that's there. Right. And with the help of everybody who's sitting to the left, sitting to the right, the judges that are there, everybody. Okay, think and about... they're just okay. going to play one round, maybe two, and then people are going to scatter to the four winds. But even if it's just one round. Now, and then the, the event's supposed to go for, what, eight hours? Mm-hmm. It's a full-length Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, so there, there's going to be more than one round available to play, but even those people who just sit down for, for one round of this... I mean, think about the, the the manpower required to do this. <laughs> Absolutely, no, 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 and and it's there are seven hundred people sitting down to play a game for the first time. Yeah, that's and the, yeah, that's yeah, the, that's you, the fun bit. Wow. Yeah, you've played it. People will have played it on you know the, as we mentioned. You yeah, know, tabletop you, simulator, you're or printing out the up the cards, or yeah, whatever. printing out cards, doing the whole thing. But there's a certain adrenaline that's going to take over that morning, and people <laughs> are going to be wired. And excited, and it's going to be the air is going to be electric in that place. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. I am very much looking forward to it. I, I, I it's going to be great. Yeah, and the the the, the Thursday event is going to be awesome. The Friday tournament is going to be just nuts. I think mm-hmm. there was there was one good thing I heard in people discussing the big seven hundred one, the big inaugural, and a good way to look at it might be a good way to think about it for people might be, which was it's less of a competition and more of an exhibition. Right. It's a it's a let's demonstrate the game for eight hours, basically. And a celebration. Yeah, yeah, celebration, really exactly is. so. And I, and, a celebration. And, and I think there was something mentioned about like clan prizes or something. So when you when you declare your clan at the at the yeah, event, there's something had, about we've, that. We've only had that. Declare which clan you're playing 
and anything else after that seems to be speculation. There's no mention of actual. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was pricing. speculation or not. Yeah, so. it, it's it's the kind of assumption is that why else tells your clan, as it were. So there's going to be something to do with that. But right, we don't right. Know. So you so. might so there might be some celebrations, like inner clan celebrations. Might be some there clans, might, might be some clan be some swag. We don't know. We'll clan see. swag. Maybe, maybe yeah. there'll be like full bleed cards for like one full bleed card for each clan or something. That might be. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. all get our wishful thinkings in now. So they can yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Full bleed cards for the champions. <laughs> full bleed card for the strongholds. For those of you who are full not, bleed card for the provinces. For, for those of you who are not who are new to LCGs. Full bleed car art cards are a thing. It's kind of like foils in Magic, right. except for they're they're rarer than foils. Yeah. Now, having said that, the art and the layout and the the card design in L five R is more bleedy, yes. than Netrunner is than 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 yeah. It's Conquest less boxed was. in. Yes, mm. it's less boxed in. There's more the edge. The art bleeds to the edge. There's still a reasonable amount of framing, which is the big difference with full yes. art, where you end yep. up with a full complete yep. original piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, having ha- being the person who has followed a lot of the um, biggest artists who do, did Netrunner and Game yeah. of Thrones cards yeah. and things. Okay, yeah, you can see there's a there's a fantastic um, gr- group of people where you can get full prints of Apex from Netrunner. And if you don't know what I'm talking oh. about, look that up and imagine oh. a what I've seen, which is a six foot by four foot wall print version. Oh, that's, that's a little astonishing piece. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my wife would never let me put that <laughs> well, on the walls. You know, you'd want. never sleep. The the, the full bleed of. Toturi, I mean, I can imagine oh. the Akuta Toturi's art being somewhere, and the, yeah. the Scorpion, whoever that Scorpion okay. guy is, I the, want, the I want title like, character. I want like a six-foot wall scroll mm. of that art for Hotaru. Well, I was going to say, someone, someone on, I think it was the FFG one, did a mocked-up oh, right? using using the piece of artwork that turned up in the PDF story, and that was pretty damn wow. gorgeous. Okay, so, all right. You know. it, it's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. You know, the last mm. few weeks... With the whole, whether it be a nightmare or whether it be a dream come true, depending on whether you got a ticket or not, Mm -hmm. the whole build up to Gen Con and the final, you know, disposition of tickets and disposition of things and people getting excited and people getting pissed off. Uh, We're going, we we got our attendance in, so we will be there and just, it's, the the excitement has gone to 11. Yeah. The excitement has gone to 11. (laughs) I really, I really, 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 really want to come home with a full play set. <laughs> I want to come home with three yeah, core sets. Yeah, we'll I see. really well, want to come home with three core sets. That's a different game. I guess. I, that's, I, I would guess that's rather. I would rather if 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 I had the choice to come home with a one core set and uh, everybody else to play with because the core sets were also available in the le- local game stores or three core sets, but no one to play with. I'd rather it's have one core set and people to play it's with at home. You, yeah. Tobin, you, you and I know already that no matter what the um, the actual reality of how many game copies per pe- per person will be available, we have orders. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Local players no, no, have no, told no, no, us, no. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> are there is excitement in here in Colorado for sure for this. Oh game. yeah, we've got like at so we're at the Hunted Game Cafe today, and you guys are taking pre-orders. I'm sure that our other one of our other local game stores, Total Escape, is taking pre-orders. Yep, they I'll are. Throw this well. one out there. We had a couple of guys across the week who are regular Star Wars LCG guys who said, "You're on that. You're, you're on a podcast for L5R." I'm like, "Yes, I am." As it happens, that's very, very, very nice to notice. And they're all, um, "Yeah, we're going to pre-order L5R." I'm like, "Sweet. What we have is some printed Clan Mon buttons for you." Oh, that's right. You guys yeah. are doing the, the buttons. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so, like, Ooh, which, oh, okay. So, so you're on the spot. Choose a clan. I'm like, uh, Phoenix. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I, the birds. Uh, <laughs> the birds. Uh, well, okay. There's I two birds, it, Crane and Phoenix. Oh, well, the ones that the ones that light up on fire and survive. Uh, there's also say. a Sparrow Clan. <laughs> this is the old yeah, there's <laughs> tiny <laughs> families. Yeah, I think this was one of the guys took Crane and Dragon indecisively, and the other fellow took Phoenix. So all right, all right. 
I mean, the excitement for this thing is huge, and oh. I'm excited. We're all excited. I want to have these cards in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can look forward to Dragon coming in the next few weeks. There are only something like nine Wednesdays until Gen Con. Th- that's too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We have some special plans for Gen Con. We're finalizing them now, uh, but we hope to provide you with some, some great content over those few days. Uh, especially for those people who can't make it or who can't make it or don't want to come because uh, we realize that the price is a, is really a barrier to entry and uh, for some folks. This will be yeah, my so. first first year not as a Gen Cunt. Yes, yes, yeah, that's true. That's oh, the fun you shall have. Yeah. Oh, the sights you'll see. We the will, places will go. Uh, we're, I think we're taking the same flight back, so we'll be able to drag you on your luggage back to the airport on yep. Sunday. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm more, I'm more worried about you grabbing me on the very, very late night flight I have in Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. But no, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> you, you're good there. I'll pick you up. You'll be fresh. I'll be fresh. It's Sunday that I'm worried about. When everybody's like, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> okay, yeah, I got a ticket for the Sunday fun L5. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's going to be like zombie card playing. Yep. Uh, oh, wait, maybe. I can't play that. If, 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 there is any, if there's any... Um, any capacity for jank hidden away in the um, core set? It needs to come out then. That, oh. needs, to, that needs to be the one. Let's absolutely. just get the silly stuff done. You absolutely. Know? You're, absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> you play the one that you think you're going to win on Friday, and then you play the one that you really want to play on or Sunday. Or that you think it's just oh, going to lose. Doing that all the way through. Yeah, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're Scorpion all the way my, through. I have That's my true. set there. There we That's go. True. Definitely. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at Art of Warcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, Honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.